Hey guys, Meredith Baker with On The Map, Off The Radar, and today we're going to be talking about the elephant in the room, the ivory trade. And you guys may not know this, but every 15 minutes, one elephant is killed because they were poached for their tusks. And so, here we have my friend Jamie Bender to talk to us about the human costs of the ivory trade. First off, thanks so much for being here tonight. I know this is very last minute. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. But after you were telling me about how you were writing your dissertation on this last night at dinner, I was like, we have to get her on, yes. on the map, off the radar. <laughs> um, so just to start off, can you give us a broad overview of the ivory trade and what ivory is typically used for? Sure. So ivory comes from elephants. That's, a, I guess, a very important fact to make clear. Um, to procure a piece of ivory, you have to kill an elephant. Um, historically, ivory has been used for anything from billiard balls to jewelry to piano keys to statuettes. You name it, it's probably been made in ivory. Um, and I guess where it's interesting to start talking about the ivory trade is in the 1980s when um, levels of poaching just reached unprecedented levels and the Convention of the International Trade of Endangered Species, CITES, placed a ban on the trade. Um, and uh, as a result, um, population of elephants were able to um, recover. And it wasn't until 2008 when CITES permitted the one-off sale of 60 tons of ivory to China and Japan that we've seen elephant populations starting to seriously decline. In the last uh, three years alone, 100,000 elephants have been poached for their ivory, and um, current estimates of the population are anywhere from 300,000 to 400,000 total. Wow. And you said, um, in how many years will that lead them to be extinct? In the next 10 years, probably. Next 10 years. Um, and can you kind of give us an overview on how an elephant is poached? Sure. Uh, there are two ways, typically, that um, elephants are poached. The first is using poison arrows, which are shot at the elephant, and then um, the elephant then slowly dies over the course of a couple of days by slowly uh, becoming paralyzed. And the second way is with the use of helicopters and guns that shoot at herds and pretty much massacre them down. And then you, either way, once the elephant is um, killed, uh, its tusks are then hacked off with um, axes and saws because actually um, an entire one-third of the tusk is underneath the skin, so the, the poachers make sure they get the whole tusk and they hack it in the face. That's horrific. Yeah. And now that you've kind of given us this overview of how the poaching takes place, can you talk about the human cost of the ivory trade? Sure. So the ivory trade rec represents, in, uh, I guess, a, a diabolical intersection of some really nasty um, elements. So I guess in terms of human cost, um, it's the park rangers who are guarding these parks that are being killed. But also looking more broadly, ivory, um, in fact, funds terrorism, um, particularly the Islamist military group Al-Shabaab. Um, research suggests that anywhere um, between 40 and 60 percent of their um, revenue or income rather um, comes from the ivory trade alone and these are the same people who in September of 2013 um, killed 67 people at the Westgate Mall in Nairobi so some not nice connections there right and a very unexpected connection to to connect terrorism with the ivory trade and yeah. ivory consumption how someone in the US or China buying ivory unknowingly could be funding this terrorist group yeah. al-Shabaab. And also you were saying um, <clears throat> last night at dinner about the cost of a 
dead elephant versus of a live elephant, if you could just briefly touch sure. on that. Sure. So an elephant is worth a lot more alive than it is dead for its tusks. Um, estimates for the cost of a tusk of, of an elephant is roughly about $21,000, whereas over the course of an elephant's life, which is usually anywhere between 60 and 70 years, they're worth $1.6 million in tourism. So it's um, much more profitable for yeah. the people where the elephants are from. <clears throat> Absolutely. To keep the elephant alive. Yeah. And then it creates jobs and yeah, there's better a, economic benefits so, for those people. So not only are elephants a keystone species for the environment, they're also um, obviously a, a big source of revenue for tourism. Um, people come to see these elephants in their natural habitats, and so it's very much in the people's interest to keep their wildlife intact. And can you talk about if um, ivory as kind of an illegal trade, and you said it was fourth yes. in the list of illegal trade, mm -hmm. and what would happen as well if um, it was made legal? Yeah, so ivory um, trafficking is the is it anywhere between a fifteen to twenty billion dollar industry a year. It comes in fourth behind um, arms, drugs, and human trafficking. Um, and there there have been debates about whether or not we should just legalize ivory. But if anything, the sale in two thousand eight, when China and Japan were permitted to buy sixty tons of ivory, we saw rates of poaching triple. Um, because suddenly a market was created, China legalized 150 ivory carving factories in um, its own country, or in, in China, um, so legalizing the ivory trade isn't necessarily the solution. And could you also, I mean, touching on China, talk about China and the U.S. Um, involvement in the ivory trade? Sure, so China currently is the largest consumer of ivory. And then second to China is actually the U.S., which I don't think a lot of people realize. That I didn't know that. Yeah. But if you could tell us about um, kind of maybe a common misconception in the media about the portrayal of the ivory trade and something that's overplayed or underplayed. Uh, yeah, I, I think people in the media very much address the fact that every 15 minutes an elephant is killed. And yes, it's a huge cost to the actual population of the elephants, but there's also a significant human cost that comes from these terrorist organizations being funded by the trade. Yeah, that statistic is one that will, it blows my mind. I had no idea that the ivory trade funded terrorist groups like Al-Shabaab. Well, thank you so much, Jamie. That was incredibly powerful and very informative. And if you guys want more information on the ivory trade and uh, specifically the kind of human cost of it. Um, Jamie's going to provide us with some helpful links that we'll include at the bottom of this video. Thanks for watching. I'm Meredith Baker, and this is Jamie Bender for On the Map, Off the Radar.